see. There we go. So today we got Stephen J. Clayton of Coastal Concierge Service, and you run it with your wife, correct? Yes. What's your wife's name again? Maureen. Maureen. Okay, I was going to say Maria for some reason, and I'm like, <laughs> I know it's not Mar- Maria, but I know it began with an M. Um, so you guys, uh, t- tell us a little bit about your business. So we are a full-service concierge business. We do anything from personal shopping to courier and delivery service uh, to home organization, home help you, uh, whether it's getting the garage cleaned out this fall or... Uh, getting a storage unit reorganized, or just wanting to figure out how to get your house in a better, better way for you. So those are some of the things. And then our our little philosophy is: if we can't help you out, we're going to find somebody here in the community that can help you out. Hmm. Okay. So and now now okay. Your flyer down at the marina there. Yes. So have you gone to all the marinas? Gone to all the marinas. uh, Let them know what we have to offer. Uh, We've got our things at. Some of the uh, doctor's offices here in town also. Because, uh, you know, boater, transient boaters are always coming in. They have no wheels, you know. Exactly. Yeah, that was one thing. There. We talked with, uh, with Grand Marina when we first launched and left our stuff there to kind of figure out what, their, what the needs were from the boaters coming into the marina there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, now yours started out of COVID, correct? Yes, we started out of COVID. Mm-hmm. We started... Uh, right after COVID hit, my dad owns his own little general store. And my thought was, how can I help him, uh, with getting an app set up and everything and then turn into, we had some friends wanting us to do some grocery shopping for him. I'm like, okay, I think, I think we may be going somewhere with this. So, mm-hmm. uh, that then turned into us filing for LLC at the end of April getting liability insurance and then yesterday we actually went ahead and got bonded as well for the company How Just, do you, what, what when you're bonded what i mean what does that do or easiest way that i was able to find out the difference in it's basically the type of insurance uh is bonding is to handle for something uh and then your liability insurance is for uh basically if something or something happens where the and more covers you, where the bonding is more for the goods that so if I'm transporting groceries and for some reason something were to happen, the groceries didn't get there, then that insurance covers. If you got into an accident and you had four hundred bucks worth of you know different client groceries, yeah, that that would help out on that. Mm-hmm. Or that's interesting. So if that GPS you're delivering to um. The Beaufort, if that fell out the window and got run over by a truck, or got stolen out yeah, of your car yeah, or something, would, that would bonding, the, bonding would help help with that. If, as, <laughs> as far as I know, if, if I have questions, I just call Jim Robinson with Robinson and Stith about uh, any <laughs> of my insurance needs. Little name drop. <laughs> that, that that's who you went with there. Yeah, yeah. And, and you just apply for it like you do for insurance. You just apply for it. I said, hey, we had a, somebody reach out to us, asked asked if we were bonded, and we got to thinking, we're like. Probably need to go ahead and have this anyway to help cover us because uh, we are starting to try to reach out to some more commercial clients as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, so right. I mean, I know you're, you know, you kind of serve like a homeowner that just needs goods or, you know, goods and delivered, but uh, what's your commercial angle? Uh, so we actually just finished up with Printelect last, had a large delivery for them. We helped them out getting. Uh, P- precinct PPE supplies to uh, various municipalities up in Virginia. So I was in Virginia all last week. 
was in the Tidewater area, Richmond area, and then up and down the mountains as well, uh, helping them deliver. Uh, so our, our philosophy is we want to be able to help you as a business save money, and we, that was something we were able to accomplish with that, uh, with doing helping them with that service. Mm. Are there are a lot of other courier services around here. Not, not that you have to name them, but um, not that uh, I know there for medical. There is probably more for on the medical side, but not as in. Mm. You're a you're a business and needing to get something from point A to point right. B here in town. Yeah, because uh, up north, I mean, courier services were. I mean, they're they're everywhere. That was a popular business, but I also imagine maybe like in larger markets in North Carolina, that's yeah. also a popular service as and well. I can't remember seeing any just general purpose carrier services here. Mm-hmm. You know? No, and I mean, something that we want to do is if you've got a business, we want to work with you to be. A, if you may not be able to offer delivery service for a business that you may have, we can then end up doing that, helping you out with that. Uh, we've talked with a few businesses here in town uh, about being able to do that. And then uh, we've got a few other things coming down the line that may be able to happen as well. So what was the first official day that you kind of said, hey, I'm, I'm ready to deliver stuff? What day was that? Uh, I think our first official business day on the record was somewhere around may 8th may 8th was that like the first delivery that you did you mean or no that was the first business transaction that we had got it all right, so we, all right. we were doing probably right after easter we were starting to help some friends get do their groceries so they were paying us to to shop for them and then they just reimbursed us for the groceries so so you're uh june july august september i mean you're basically exactly four months into this now so mm-hmm. How long did it take before it was kind of like you were getting regular, uh, you know, delivery appointments? I'd say kind of pretty much right away we got, we had a uh, client that called us within the first week. He's been one of our regulars. Mm. So I'm doing his grocery shopping usually once a week or every other week for him. Uh, And then we've got a few others. Uh, something we just added on, uh, we did some trial and error over the summer about doing runs to Raleigh. Uh, so now we do monthly runs to Raleigh, uh, Trader Joe's, Wegmans, Whole Foods. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you do a Trader Joe's run and I would think that Trader Joe's is, is the big, big hit, uh, for the Raleigh run. Uh, we've got our next run is going to be October 13th. We currently have one slot left for that. Uh, hmm. October 13th. So I have basically have eight slots to go up there, so I can take eight <clears throat> orders from eight people. Uh, Is there a minimum order that you need from them? Not a minimum. Like order. I can just get one thing of orange juice from them. Yeah, you can get <laughs> one thing of orange juice, and it's going to do that you, though. It's going to cost you the cost of the orange juice plus twenty five bucks. <laughs> I think I might do that though. I think because uh, there's definitely stuff. You know what Trader Joe's has that I love? I can't find it. Is uh is mochi? Mm-hmm. Well, I can get. I think Publix sells mochi, but there's what a, is mochi? It's um. It's like ice, it's some type of ice cream. Yeah, it's like an Asian. I'm not sure if it's Japanese inspired or Chinese, so it's hmm. it's Asian inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, or if but it's, it's Korean, you don't want to. Well, that's true too. That that's that's true too. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it's it's basically ice cream, but it's packaged inside of rice flour, so it's it's all edible. Um, but the rice flour is kind of like when you bite into it, it's kind of like doughy. Mm. It, it almost feels like you're eating raw dough, but it's not. Um, it, it's it's kind of you're you're a foodie. You would you would like it, and, and you, I you would like get it. some mochi for somebody this month. Uh, oh yeah, Trader Joe's. Yeah, and they have the different flavors. So they have like the strawberry one and and uh, like a pineapple one. It's just 
they can only give you like six to a box. They're, they're, it's not like something you're going to sit down and it's just right. like one or two that you just kind of, yeah. it's just a fun little, just a fun little sweet They've thing. got, we used to, when I, in my former life, when I lived in Cary, um, mm-hmm. we were within walking distance to a Trader Joe's. I swear that's why we sold the house, okay? That was the biggest... <laughs> that biggest expense? Yeah, no, it was the biggest selling feature of the house. Oh, oh, I see, because it was next to a trade. I, yeah. Oh, right, because you can like walk to it, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that parking lot is full seven days a week, every mm-hmm. hour that they're open. It's amazing. They, yeah, they just have a lot of neat... I don't know. I, they just have a lot of neat stuff there. They got a, they've got a triple-layer hummus there that I, it's to die for. Hmm. Mm. And when I was there this month, I had to wait in line... Because I had to make two trips in, uh, I had like five orders for Trader Joe's. Wow, you you had to do two. You had to go in twice. In twice. Wow. Uh, and then uh, also do total wine run. So you, uh, with the total wine pickup, if you've got Trader Joe's plus total wine, it only costs you thirty bucks. You just what's, put your what's total wine? Yeah. So yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What, what's the deal with like why is that total? I, I can see Trader Joe's having specialty items, so but total wine has wines that you can't find a lot of other places because they can go direct from the winery and get. Uh, so they have wines that are uh, the price of two buck chuck essentially, but uh, would normally be what's two buck chuck. Two buck chucks from Trader Joe's. That's their famous the, wine. The famous it's three, wine. It's three, it's three buck chuck now, though. Isn't yeah, it? it's three buck chuck now. Yeah, uh, it's a bottle of wine for three bucks. So. Is it? Is it basically like an old English forty, but for wine? Is that? Is that what it is? No, no, Except no. Except no. fancier. It's, it's decent. Yeah. It's, it's decent. decent. Yeah, it's decent. How cheap can wine. any? All right. Yeah, I'm sorry, but how? I'm not a wine person. I'm actually not even a beer person. But how could any wine be decent? Like. If you're buying wine for three bucks, it's an old English forty. Like Im- just immediately off the bat, I'm not even a wine so you're drinker. Saying three buck chuck is like malt liquor. Based yeah. on price, yes. I mean, yeah, an old English forty thing is like now uh, two or two fifty. Bring, bring a, a wine back, okay? Uh, let, uh, let them, uh, you know. Come on over to Cabernet. our ribbon cutting. Then we've got we'll have wine at our ribbon cutting, and it's going to be. When is your rib, rib, ribbon It's going to be October 12th at our house in Trent Woods. Uh, it's on our Facebook page. Look, look, and I'm going to write that down right now. And on the uh, Chamber's website because it is going to be a Chamber uh, ribbon cutting. And you're going to have three-buck chuck there. We're going to have uh, a, a version of a type of three-buck chuck and uh, looking at getting a keg from Brewery 99 as well. I'll give an example of... Okay, so here's an example. Not malt liquor, but cheap alcohol, PBR. Probably the best cheap alcohol out there, in my humble opinion. It's at the bottom of the rung, you know, the ladder. <laughs> yeah, but it's not disgusting to drink. No, it's like, it's just, like it's malt liquor is kind of like... Nasty. Mm, you got to have a taste for it. But I imagine cheap wine... I feel like you could probably taste the difference between a two-buck chuck and, like, Yellowtail, for instance. But maybe not. I don't know. I, I, but it, PBR, like, PBR is, like, it's palatable, you know? It's it's mm-hmm. it's good. I think that there was a, there was a place that would sell... Uh, on Tuesday, they'd sell like uh, burgers for a buck and PBRs for a buck. That was Brown Pelican. Oh, Brown Pelican did. Well, the... not here. I, I was talking oh, about, okay. but but Brown Pelican used to do that. Yep, yeah. Dollar Brown PBRs. Pelican. We uh, whatever North Carolina needs to do, we we need, we need the Pelican to open back up. <laughs> it's like the best for like cheap drinking. <laughs> and trivia night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you used to do trivia? We there? used to do trivia night before we had a kid. <clears throat> I think Blackbirds does trivia still. Who, do they? Well, I don't know. If, they, I'm not sure if they're doing it right now, yeah. but I know they've done trivia, but they are open. We, so did, we did it for years. I mean, you know Kelsey, right? Oh, yeah. Well, her and Nate, and they, they were always, it was high competition. 
because we were the Krakenators. Yeah. And I forgot the name of the team, but we, we were. We were the Pen 15 Club back in the oh, day. Oh, were you really? The Pen 15? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm not sure if this is off color, but there's always one, one guy there that you was. You do solo. drink chocolate milk, so. <laughs> <laughs> and the name of his team was. I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll have a look anyways. Yes, yes I remember that. <laughs> so, so we had Jim on our team initially until Jim became the host. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what do you, uh, so going back to like when your business opened, uh, you know, back in May, what do you attribute, um, except I mean, it's like, all right, you start a business, you know, you start it up and it's, but every business knows that it's not like customers just immediately come rushing unless you're a storefront you know and it's in a good season and you're in a great location people just see the store there right like that's different but you're a service provider so it's not like you got this big sign hanging in the middle of middle street or something so, so how do you get the word out uh, i've got cards. originally uh, have, we had business cards printed up uh i was doing some deliveries through various apps so i just leave my card in uh, after i did, did deliveries for there tell them if they like the service i provided i've got my own business as well got it let them know what i do so you're doing like uh almost like an uber for couriers or something mm -hmm. i guess is kind of yeah. what it is yeah. what's that task rabbit isn't that one of those things uh inst yeah inst instacart's out there right right Oh, so that, that so that's basically like uh, an app-based courier service then. Uh, app-based oh. grocery. Oh, that, I, I had no idea. How, how long has that been around for? I don't know how long it's been in Newburn. I think at least over a year. Hmm. So, it's, I mean, I guess it's kind of demand-based based on whether or not people... Yeah. Uh, and the yeah. one thing we found out was that people wanted familiar, familiarity. Of course they did. Yeah. With the person? Way, that, way, mm. that way, when I'm shopping for Brad... If I if I notice that it's an item that's a regular that I've seen for three or four times three or four times I've shopped for Brad and it's not on there, I may text you, hey, are you sure you don't need this? Or when everything was was going down and there was toilet paper hard to find, hey, do you need any toilet paper today? Mm. There's toilet paper in stock. Or hey, I just found uh, I found uh, Clorox wipes. Do you need any of those? So uh, being able and then also knowing that if their main store may have been Harris Teeter or Publix, and they didn't have the items there. I'd go to Aldi or go go to the, go to Harris Teeter or Publix, wherever, and see if I could find it and make mm. sure that they had everything that was on their list. Versus with the app, if they didn't have it in stock, you were just out of luck. Right. Mm. So how? Mm -hmm. So 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 since you're you're going to all these different public shopping places, I mean, um, I mean, are you? Like, are you thoroughly concerned about how you're kind of going in and out of, like, you, you know, your business came out of COVID, yeah. so you're kind of like entering the lion's nest every yeah. single time, so. I think you just got to make sure you're wearing your mask, uh, keep hand sanitizer in my vehicle, mm -hmm. uh, and then just keeping your distance from everybody so that when you're checking out, you're making sure you're six feet apart, you're standing on the line where you're supposed to be. It's kind of like uh, elementary school. All right, you need to stand here, you need to stand here, and you need to stand here. So mm -hmm. uh, making sure that, that you're doing that, and hopefully everybody around you is doing that also. You now, okay. a lot of the grocery stores are offering kind of, you know, shopping and just kind of pick up. Is that a, a competitive thing to you or consider it to be? Or? Yeah, yes and no, but I think... Because that's a total stranger, right? If you call yeah. Food Lion and have them shop, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the same, same way with Instacart. You, you, you're just getting... Random Anybody, person. any random person were with us, we get to know you. So, uh, if you tell us, hey, we've got something going on, 
or they may not have something in stock, I kind of know, okay, I may not even have to tell them, text them while I'm shopping. I'll just say, hey, they didn't have this rice in stock, but I went ahead and got this for you. I figured that this would be Close enough. the closest, closest comparable to you, mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm. Man, I just lost my train of thought from, from before. What, what, what were we talking <laughs> right before that? Um, I don't remember. Well, we, we were talking about going on the... Uh, um, oh, that's what I was going to say. When, when, when you go... Just had an idea for it. When you go to... Uh, when you go inside and pick all your stuff... It's yeah. getting a little colder now, but you should, you should get a teacher that, like, on the front and back just says, I deliver your groceries to your home. <laughs> you know, it's like... I, I, I feel like service provider people yeah. just, like, need to be their own walking billboards. Most of the time, I'm using wearing, like, a bear... I'm just, like, yesterday, when yeah. we went to the trade um, ideas... Um, uh, business before hours, you know, there's some kind of like, hey, like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm with Bear City Impact. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I see it on your shirt. It's right there. There's the <laughs> sign, you know. So it's just people just kind of. Yeah, we've looked at getting uh, some apparel and everything, but we do have magnets on both of our vehicles. So that's good. When, when you drive around town, you'll see us. Uh, we've kind of got our little mottos for your everyday at home needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also now for your everyday at home and business needs. Right, because you're doing organization now, right? Yes. Yeah. So we just helped out. Uh, yeah, how do you do that? I mean, that's, I mean, because, you know, you're... How do you, how do you organize? Well, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you came in and organized his workspace there, okay, he's, he has, he's very particular about the way he does things and the way he sets, sets these But I'm up. already organizing, so I wouldn't be his customer. Right, right but I'm just so saying, though. It's just, Sh- Shannon made a good point yesterday morning at uh, Business Before Hours about how her business is, is trade ideas through trade ideas. Uh, so we basically just talk with the client that we're working with to find out what their needs are and what they want done. Uh, within the last couple of weeks, I helped a lady down in Moorhead City. She needed her storage unit reorganized, so mm-hmm. she wanted to make sure... She had things labeled uh, for different seasons that she'd bring out from the storage unit. So she just wanted to make sure everything was in line for each season and then just reorganize a little bit there. Uh, And then she's also got a uh, shed at her house that needs some reorganization as well. She's been widowed for several years now. So uh, she just needs that extra help trying to figure out where where stuff needs to get done mm-hmm. so labeling is probably a, a big thing you do huh not necessarily labeling on our end as much as it is sometimes labeling on their end where they know with her it was she knew where the stuff was she just wanted to reposition to be able to make it easier mm-hmm. for her to find it mm. okay. what do you do for i mean i see you're on your social media you have different pictures posts and stuff but do you i don't see a whole lot that you do with it do you do a lot with video or just like making video clips not not a lot with video we try to do more more visual than video itself. What you should do is, here, this is like a, this is super easy for you to do. You should just grab one of these guys here. Where's, uh, here, let me see. Can I get your camera there? Here, my camera. There we go, yeah. I, I send I send this to like almost every one of my clients that I'm uh, setting up, um, helping them out with video. So it's like just like quick little portable little, or do, do you have something like this by the way already? I don't. So sometimes people do. Sometimes people already have like a little, so it's just a, a very portable uh, iPhone holder, you know, like a little tripod, just throws the back of your car. And, it, and it, it's compatible with Android phones too, right? What's that? It's compatible with Android phones, right? Yeah, but the video quality just isn't as good, so. Um, but yeah, but yeah, you could use it with an Android though, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if the Bluetooth is compatible. There's a Bluetooth remote, but I'm not sure if it's compatible. I don't know if Android has Bluetooth yet. Um, oh, see, we're, we're always digging <laughs> at each other because we have a couple things. We're on the other side of the fence. 
Yeah, like winning sports teams, mm-hmm. uh, you know, superior technology, <laughs> all that kind of Big stuff. Big attitude. Basically. Yeah, you know. So. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but you should, like, uh, the next time you go to, like, organize someone's, you know, garage or yeah. something, just literally just set this up. Oh, record it the whole time. It would be really cool if he did stop motion. So, you know, really, really fast. Yeah, like a time lapse. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I mean. So you just, just do a time lapse, you know? Yeah. I mean, you might end up spending an, a half hour there, but you could time lapse it down to a minute. Yeah. Or even just 30 seconds, or even just a small clip of it or something. Yeah. It'd be very and cool. And then you before can and see, after. like, kind of a before and after of it, you know? Yeah. But then uh, I was thinking, like, you should. Um, I don't know if you do, do you do a lot with stories right now with Instagram or Facebook stories? We started doing. Maureen does a lot more with stories than I did. Got it, yeah. I think it'd be super fun if you if you just started documenting like basically your entire day. I mean, especially if you're going in and out of several different stores through the week. Yeah, there's bound to something that's gonna pop off, or just maybe even not like a crazy event, but just something just kind of interesting happening like yeah. while you're in the store. But it shows people kind of what you're doing, and then you know if, if you have like protective wear on because that's probably one of the most important things to people right now. Yeah, if they're hiring for a courier that. Some of them might be because they can't get out of the house, mm-hmm. but some of them might be doing it because they just kind of don't want to be out of the house in the public, right? So if you're yeah. kind of documenting that constantly, I think it just would end up attracting, you know, your business seems to be doing pretty good anyways yeah. right now, but... And then something else with home organizations come to holidays, uh, mm. you've got the stuff up in the attic and... Right. Shouldn't really be getting up in the attic or really don't ha- your kids think that you don't have any business getting up in the attic then we can come in of course we'll be masked up anytime we go into someone's home mm-hmm. uh and then get everything down and then that way you can take care and it may save you an, an hour or two of your time we can right. get it done in a shorter period of time do you advertise that i mean do you get tested occasionally to i've yet been tested yet okay because uh, that it, might be a, a you know advantage to say we you know we test on a weekly basis to yeah. make sure we're free Sure, and I've heard. I, I don't know. I just think it'd be think for old, trying to find elderly. a test though. Right now is well, from I, what I've heard too is not as easy as it as it. I was. I, I took a test about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, because I woke up one morning and I had like a sore throat and no energy and achy and everything. You didn't tell me this, huh? You didn't tell me this. Yeah, well, that's why I've been kind of scarce, you know, around here a little bit. But uh, so you go down to it's on MLK. It's free and it's the it's the rapid test uh-huh. and it's it takes fifteen minutes. Okay, and so it's a you know. This is also what ha- gives me so many trust issues. One testing center is rapid in 15 minutes. One is in three days. One is in two weeks. I, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And, and I'm also, like, pretty dumb with a lot of this stuff because I don't I, – I ignore so much of this stuff. But why is one – why does one test take longer? Well, there's a rapid – I don't know what – I don't know. The I think if I go in to get – if I go in to, to check my pulse, every pulse meter gives it to me instantly. There's not one that tells me a day later. But this one's really good, though. They, they, I mean, you just park on the parking lot. They come out. They just they just swab the outside. Of you, they, you know, they don't poke your brain. Uh, oh, it's, you not, it's not the brain tickler? No, no. And so it was really well, maybe, maybe it's not as effective then. Maybe that's the thing of that, it. That's something – and see, I also officiate college football, so I'm not working this year because I'm at Division three level, so none – You're a ref? Yes, Oh, what uh, college? I do ODAC USA South. Oh, I, I see you got your... Uh... So I got, got my shirt on this morning. Uh, but I was talking to, to friends that are in Division One leagues, and they were all of those guys have got to get tested every week. Wow. Uh, the SEC guys are getting the brain tickler. All the other leagues are getting just a 
the quick <laughs> the nasal swab that you can do on your own at the house. Mm-hmm. So I, I presume I, you were negative then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, did you also get the one to see if you had like the, uh, the antibodies? Um, the antibodies? No, no, that's that's that was fifty bucks to get that one. That was a separate one. Yeah. I uh, I would do the antibodies one. So I feel like I, I'd be, I would definitely be like one of those asymptomatic people that probably just had no idea. Well, it's it's just so funny. I mean, it's it's you know, I live on a boat down in the mm-hmm. marina and everything. And back in January, early February, you could walk down the docks, and every other boat had yeah. someone on their back with sweats and fevers and chills. Yeah. And one of them was me because I never get sick like that. And yeah. I swear. I mean, there's no proof, but I felt like it was. Well, you get an antibody test. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I guess, I guess. I mean, that was way. like that, us. Uh, Back around Veterans Day last year, me and my wife both came down, and it was like everything that they said is COVID. And I'm like, I wonder if we had it back then and just mm-hmm. didn't know that that's what it was because flu test came back negative on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can do an antibody test, I guess. Uh, I talked to my doctor about it. He's like, it's not worth it. <laughs> well, that's it. They, they really don't know what that means. They don't mean yeah. if, if that if that bulletproofs you against any yeah. further infection or not. So it's really kind of an mm. unknown. Yeah, I you know I I think I'm going to talk about this wonderful business that came out of COVID instead of COVID itself because <laughs> I just I hate talking about COVID. It's just nothing good comes out of it except a great business service. Yes. So, um, so how so, did you? Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say you know you um, you were talking about how you got the word out, but you you were um, <clears throat> talking about how you had a, a Mailchimp uh, email yes. newsletter. So, so when, when did you start that? And you know, tell a little bit. You know, your frequent uh, email newsletter. Email newsletter via Mailchimp. Yeah. So uh, t- tell a little about you know, like the frequency of sends and how you know. Do you feel send like send it the first of the month? Uh, so once a month. Send it once a month. Uh, kind of just go give a little rundown of what what we've got going on. Highlight some things. Uh, and then one thing we also started the first first one we did we started doing it is highlighting another small business uh whether it's a serv- another service provider or if it's a uh shop so uh for september we highlighted mitchell hardware since they've got the mums coming in mm. uh and then in august we highlighted uh convenient auto care where they actually come to your house and work on your car at the house versus you having to go to the mechanic itself, the mechanic comes to you. Hmm. Uh, so it's made it so much easier that I can get work done at the house. Don't have to worry about uh, pausing and going going to a shop. Yep. Uh, and then we've highlighted uh, Baby Quip, which is a uh, baby heard of equipment that. rental company. That's uh, so cool. That Chris, it's Christina Hart, uh, and she she does beach beach gear and baby rental. So we highlighted her, uh, and I think we. St- I'm not mistaken. We started in July, June or July. I'm trying to think who else we highlighted. Uh, so you're delivering some of the baby equipment, then I guess. No, for her? No, no, oh no. no! Oh, we did that to highlight her because uh, come the holidays and over the summer, we're like, mm. if you need instead of having to lug your stuff from, let's say you're you're in Raleigh and you're having to lug your instead of lugging all your baby stuff down, mm-hmm. let them deliver to your beach house, or if you're coming down here for holidays, let them go ahead and just deliver. To your to wherever you're staying in Newburn, yep, and then that's one less thing you've got to worry about packing up in the in the car to lug. Yeah, so it's it's good. You're kind of like overlap. You're highlighting places with overlapping exactly. kind of services. They're not act- competitors, but they're just overlapping. And we actually and- picked up a client for for a beach grocery run uh, from them also this summer. 
I think that's something we're going to look at for next summer also is... A beach grocery run? So you, you come down to the beach, we'll run the groceries down to the beach. Mm. Uh, okay. uh, one thing I found out with the app was you put in your groceries that you want it delivered by 7 o'clock. Well, the app may push it out at 3 o'clock and you're not getting your keys, <clears throat> you're not getting into the beach till 5 mm. and getting time you get your keys and everything, it's 6 o'clock before you get down there. So your person may be waiting for you at 4.30 to deliver your groceries and right. you're not there yet. And so you put that person in a bind that they can't make any more money until, uh, especially if there's alcohol involved, you're putting them in a bind that they can't do anything else this way. Wait, what's the app you're referring to? Instacart. Instacart, okay. So this way, we know that you say, hey, we're, pro we're probably not going to get down until 6 o'clock. So then I know, okay... I don't need to be down there until closer. Now I need to go ahead, wait, start shopping, maybe about five o'clock for them, mm -hmm. and then be down there by. Or let's say I'm leave, shopping in Newburn, uh, then all right, probably don't need to start shopping until four, four thirty, and then that way I get down there closer towards six. Okay. You do a really good job of kind of like listening to the market and and kind of adapting, which you know most. A lot of a lot of people that'll start a business or create a product, you know, they, they create a product because they had an idea for something that isn't really a problem. Like they're not solving anything, I guess. You yeah. know, like they're not solving a problem, and that's really the only way to like sell your stuff. If it's not a problem, they're not going to buy it. But uh, you know, you, you're you're doing a great. I mean, obviously, it started the whole business started because of a problem, mm -hmm. right? But then as you kind of go on, I mean, you're like taking these really great market insights from existing services like that but you see all these little problems that kind of exist from um using like almost like an anonymous app mm -hmm. not that it's anonymous but they don't have the familiarity there's a problem scheduling um mm -hmm. things out so you're just kind of refining it into your own thing that is a lot better and it's a much better service and and same thing goes with helping businesses a business may not be able to have this may not have the staffing to be able to mm. provide a service this is where we can come in and help them out yep or hey i just need someone a personal assistant that's something else we do as our business and i just need someone in for four hours a week or four hours a month just to help me get paperwork organized mm. uh I've got the budget. I don't have the budget to be able to hire someone part time, but I I've got some money available to basically bring on someone right. to be able to to help me out. Right. Yeah. Because if you're going to hire a part time employee, it's not just their rate. I mean, you you know, there's there's insurance and then mm -hmm. there's taxes and all all these other expenses that come with it. Do you do do you do um you know like I could see that you know checking in on some elderly for a family that's not local. Or that's something. something we have talked about when we've done. When we Huge put our, demand, I would think. When we put out our word, uh, <clears throat> when we've done, when I've done other deliveries, I've let them know. Uh, they've come out and said, "Hey, I'm across the country. I've had someone on on one of the apps I've delivered for. They were all the way out on the west coast, and I had to deliver for uh, their mother that was here in town. And that's something we've talked about. That we that is something that we're very interested in doing is being able to do, whether it's just weekly check ins when we're delivering or um, my and my past experience was working in Parks and Rec, and one of my jobs was working at the Senior Center in Little Washington. And one of the things we did there was we we had a list of about five or eight seniors every day that we'd call to check uh -huh. on. 
to make sure they were okay. Some days it was, hey, how you doing? And that's it. Other days is, yeah, uh, got to go out today, got my hair done, and you shoot the breeze with them for a few minutes and uh, and, and check on them. And if by a certain time, if we hadn't heard back from them, uh, we had an emergency call list on who, whether it was a neighbor or a family member, we'd call them, hey, have you heard from them today? We haven't heard from them. Uh, and then usually after lunch, if we hadn't been able to get an emergency contact, depending on whether, whether they lived in the county or within the city limits, then we go ahead and call either the sheriff's department or the PD and say, hey, we just need a welfare check on, hmm. on this person. Uh, and then usually they call us back, yeah, police officer, deputy sheriff just came by, yeah, I'm, I'm good today. <laughs> I'm good. It's prideful. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so this is a side topic, but how did you get into officiating football? I needed a job in college. And so my sister's like, the rec department's always hiring on campus. So uh, instead of working in the facility, they needed uh, flag football officials. So I was like, all right, I'll do this. And uh, my boss looked at me. He's like, you're not bad. Uh, we've got a tournament coming up with some of the other colleges in the state, and uh, it's going to be officials from all across different universities in the state. You willing to work that? Yeah. I didn't have anything else to do that weekend. Uh, Look, I'm up for whatever. I, I was young, dumb, and 20 at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then after the season's over with, he's like, well, you know you can make uh, some good money on Friday nights working high school football. I was like, he's like, uh, first couple of years, you're just sitting there running the clock, and it was at the time making sixty bucks to run the clock for the high schools in Charlotte. So, the and next, how many hours was that? You get there. We have to be there an hour and a half before kickoff. So, kickoff in Charlotte, most schools was at seven o'clock. So, we have to be at the school at five thirty, and you're done by ten o'clock. So, as a college kid, you were back at uh, yeah, that's a good deal. You were, you were back to be able to party with your friends by ten, ten thirty. Yeah. So, I mean, at that time, we were getting ready to go to the club anyway, so... That's right. And I, I, I had drinking money for the night. That's right. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, it was, it was a cash business? Uh, I'd, I'd have... <laughs> I'm, I'd, just <laughs> I'm just messing I'm just messing Actually, I'd get a check uh, every other week. The signer would pay, a, would pay us every other week in Charlotte. Yeah, uh, I'm just messing. So, I mean, and I do basketball and girls across at the time. I was doing soccer, baseball, and softball, too. Sheesh. All uh, right. So, so, I know... For you know, for big league stuff, uh, fans hate the refs, right? I mean, it just it, there's probably not a fan out there that's just like, man, the officials—they did a fantastic job. You never right, hear that. Right this now, game, in the political right? environment, that's the one thing everybody can agree <laughs> on. Uh, but but what about like at a college level, though? I mean, you know, how, how is it at a college level? I mean, you've got you got a lot the, of haters. It all depends. It all depends on the school we're at. I mean. Some schools are lucky to get 100 fans some some days uh, when we go to some of the school, small schools. But we get up into Virginia. Mm-hmm. Those schools have a little bit more prestigious programs. Uh, those programs have been around. We, some of the schools we do is Hamden-Sydney, Randolph-Macon, Washington-Lee. Those schools have been playing football since the late 1800s, early 1900s. I mean, they were, they were playing during – some of these schools were playing during the Spanish flu. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you, so you do a lot of traveling then as a So as I a do. Ref. I mean, our footprint within our league goes from Montgomery, Alabama to Northern Virginia. Wow. wow. So, and with my location, 
I usually will get a Georgia or Alabama game once a year. Wow, that's pretty cool. I mean, so now obviously you have to, you know, get accommodations there. So I mean, luckily the schools actually take care of us. Uh, but it's a matter of getting down there. Uh, I so, would, so you you got you got to pay for yourself to get down I, there. I, I lose money when I go down there. Whether it's, uh, I was usually trying to fly down there just so I could work my real job on Friday at least half a day, mm. and then uh, get down get into Atlanta at. Six seven o'clock in the evening. So whether it was flying out of Newburn when Delta was out of Newburn, right, or driving up to Raleigh, whatever, I could get the best rate for. Yeah, on my flight. But I, I guess what I'm saying, I mean, you know, you have you have a well, you have one kid or two kids. You got one kid. You maybe. got one kid. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know, but I'm guessing maybe if you'd like to travel, that was probably just kind of fun for you to be able to kind of travel different states and just kind of. So we we tra- last year we had a game in Brevard. Uh, it was actually kind of this time of the year, so earlier in the season. We took him up there, took Maureen. All three of us went up there for the weekend, had an Airbnb. Uh, she got to enjoy the breweries of Brevard. Uh, and then after the game, which included about a three-hour rain delay, we, mm. we we sat around longer than we actually were on the field due to weather uh, mm. in that game. Uh, so Speaking and, of rain delays, um, the Bills and Miami game was rain delayed this past Sunday. <laughs> That's the first time I've wow. ever seen them walk off the field. Usually, that's just like a baseball thing. <laughs> you know, they're in a, they're in a stadium and it's not covered, but it's yeah. a, you know the walls kind of go up pretty high and everything. But mm-hmm. they still they walked off. It happens. Wow. I had two weather delays in three weeks last. Now, is that your decision or who makes no, that? No call. I do not. Anybody in a black and white hat or a white hat does not make that call. <laughs> uh, that is what we have a game day administrator for. Usually uh, at the college level, a lot of times it's the athletic trainer. Uh, they're the ones that says, hey, we've got lightning in the area. We got And my, my position is a deep wing, either the side judge or the field judge. If we, I know we've got weather coming. I'm on that side. If I'm on the home team sideline, I'm going to be communicating with, with the trainer, especially if we've started to hear what may be rumbles of thunder. Hey, just – just keep me posted and everything that way I can, we've got walkie talkies now I can radio. Hey, we may be getting a decision. It We may be having to pull, get off the field in a minute. I don't know. I, I understand that in, in your leagues and everything, but on the NFL, I think they're being paid enough money to play during lightning. <laughs> <laughs> and it might, it might take Brady out someday. Too, Sp- so. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, you know, who, who makes the calls? That's probably one of the things I find the most ridiculous about the, one of the NFL changes over the past few years is the fact that New York now reviews all the challenges? Yeah, it's like, all right. So they make That's the calls. They, they make the they make the calls in the field, but then if someone challenges it, it's like it goes to a guy in a booth who's seen the exact same cameras that all us idiots are looking at, and we're just going, no, no, no that that was a you know that that was a fumble, no, it wasn't whatever. And it's just like they're just looking at the cameras instead of the person that had their actual eyeballs on the field. More, more of a consistency that the same person's looking yeah. at the same. And same thing with in the college level at ACC. There's the command center in Greensboro uh, where the supervisor of officials is sitting. Same thing for the SEC. The command center's in Birmingham where the supervisor of officials is sitting. So they're seeing it, and then if they need to relay something back to the field, they're able to relay it, r- relay it back. So to me, it's just more level of consistency. Uh, that going to a command center versus uh, you're looking at this replay official is seeing this, where the next week you got a different replay official. 
his determination on that might be slightly different under the same same rules, but it's it's subjective. Meh. <laughs> See what I deal with. <laughs> Meh. People have, listen, when you're successful, people have it against you. If you're successful, people want to see you go down. That's what it is. And a shameless plug while we're talking about officiating. <laughs> we always need officials at the high school level, uh, especially with the way the high school season is going to work here in North Carolina this year, whether it basketball and football are going to combine together or be together close. To, but uh, a big need is for lacrosse officials, both boys and the girls level uh, in this area. Uh, see, I, I could never be an official because um, you you got to be able to, from just what you see, you got to make a quick call on it, and you got to stand by it no matter what. Plus, Dave's so tightly wound up. I mean, this guy would just be like throwing fists left and right at fans, like when they're yelling at him. He's just You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't have rabbit ears. <laughs> hey, uh, so I want to actually segue a little bit into. Um, I feel like are, are you doing something with Mumfest? Like I feel because I know they have like a they're doing a curbside pickup over here. But are no, you doing we, any? Kind we of... have not been contacted yet about. Oh, doing okay. I, I thought maybe for some reason we you got, might we'll have... have a banner, so we're gonna have to play Where's Waldo with our banner downtown. Me too. Yes, I did that last year. I never found it. I was actually talking to Lynn yesterday about it. Uh, well, they saw me in the parking lot. We were just making a joke because I said I'm like I could. N- I looked high and low for my banner. I was trying to take a picture of it. I couldn't find it anywhere. I knew it was up somewhere because I, I have it hanging up here now. Um, so it was somewhere. But yeah, this year, as soon as I start seeing them, well, no, I did because last year I I watched them put the banners up and I walked every day, every morning, <laughs> looked for where they put it. Mine wasn't on the bridge. I couldn't find it anywhere. So yeah, so they, they were. Uh, so we'll, we'll both have to. We'll, we'll, we'll both play Where's Waldo. We'll, we'll look for each other's. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll probably do that after sun, after church at Christ Church one Sunday morning. Take put the little one in the stroller and start walking around f- finding our banner. So so now with Mumfest, I don't know if you um, out of focus there. I don't know if you're aware, but the um, with Mumfest this year, so it's gonna be five all five October weekends. So from Friday five p.m. to basically saturday 10 11 o'clock and uh no through, through saturday like 9 30 p.m okay. yeah so it's like kind of a, combined a with the eat in the streets thing mm-hmm. yeah it's just kind of like yeah so it's gonna be like an expanded version of eating the streets but what that means mm-hmm. is the the streets are closed through friday night into saturday but whereas with a regular mum fest you know, there was no dining in the streets with mm-hmm. with Mumfest, right? It was all vendor booths. Yeah. But because it's an expanded version of dining in the streets, the 200 block of, well, any restaurant that wants to, basically, that's already closed down, uh, will be serving breakfast that, that wants to. So not every place is going to have breakfast, but you'll have breakfast in the streets, too. So I thought cool. that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so that's I'm every weekend in October, every weekend in October. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> definitely looking for, I mean, yeah. breakfast is my absolute favorite meal on Saturday or Sunday. One of those days we do a big breakfast. We make homemade pancakes or homemade waffles. Kid just loves it. Uh, so definitely one of those days I want to do, um, breakfast out on the street. Um, and, uh, go to like a baker's or something. Just yeah. get a nice cool a ratties. Rat, you, you like ratties? I've never been Their to ratties. Really yeah, you, you, yeah, you like you like Captain Ratties for breakfast. Yeah, huh? yeah, we used to do that. We used to have, have a men's breakfast on Thursday mornings, and Captain Ratties was the place. Nothing. We're, we're at Baker Square, but we got kind of tired of their menu after a while, so we just switched to Captain Ratties, and they, they're really good. Nothing mm. beats the Dutch potatoes over at Baker's, though. Those yeah, Dutch they are potatoes. Good. I mean, if they I could just good. get like 
a quart Heart of it or something. God, it's, a, it's a heart attack in a bowl right there. <laughs> Whatever, man. You, you live once, man. Whatever. Um, as I say, it's like, you know, it's like the obesity rate is like huge. But um, hey, so speaking of uh, mum feast, so yeah, so they got the banners. Uh, they, they, Lynn just told me they just got banners in yesterday. So I'm not sure when those are going up, but. Um, but those will be going up soon. And they just also, Mitchell's just got the Mumfee shirts. So I got my, well, actually it says Mumfest on the front still, but on the back it uh, says Mumfeast 2020. So it's got the, 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 cause the banner say Mumfeast as well, but the front still says like the regular Mumfest. So mm-hmm. I don't know where else they sell them, but I do know they sell them at Mitchell's. I'm not sure if they sell them anywhere else. And Mitchell's has got like a, a, I just, actually I took a video for, for a story there this morning. They got. They said they just got a shipment of like 300-some mums. Do, do, do you ever get any? Well, you don't put any in the boat. I was going to get one for my boat and for Robin's boat here. Were you, like, like a serious thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, it's funny. I was like, oh, I'm like, you probably don't put any kind of plants up. But I guess, okay. Do you put it on the dock or on the boat? Um, right right on the very bow, right, you know. Oh, okay. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because I was asking, uh, I saw Winnie this morning, and we were talking about why, like, people go nuts over mums and the fact that this is, like, mum town for october but it's like i don't know like i just i couldn't figure out what's so special about the mums other than the fact that they bloom and stuff but they're all green right now so i'm gonna get a i'm gonna get a couple uh you know the ones that kind of you know, bloom like all yellow or all mm-hmm. red or something mm-hmm. so uh but yeah so, so, so they got mums and they got some mum feast shirts but i don't know I, i'm i'm more excited about mum fest feast this year mostly i'm for excited the food. i'm in it for the food. food yeah i'm in it for the food yeah I mean, like we we've definitely gone. We just kind of shop. We'll get like little knickknacky things or something at the different vendors. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also the music. Yeah. So there is going to be some. It's not. There's not going to be a kickoff concert, but there is going to. be... I'm not sure where the music's going to be. Music gonna in be. the street. Shameless plug for our friends of Bridge Atlantic. We're, oh. We can't wait to see you guys out there. I love your shameless plugs. <laughs> Cause, What's cause Bridge Atlantic? Is that a band? They're a band. They just started uh, within the last three months or so. Uh, it's Greg Sims, which is uh, Lindsay Sims at Mitchell Hardware. It's her husband, and uh, Erica Butters. Erica was a uh, performed as a entertainer on uh, Holland America ships. Hmm. Is that her real name or a stage name? That's her real name, Erica Butters. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna see it because of that. I, I mean. They're like, you were born to have a stage name. You know what I mean? It was just like, like you, I mean, you were born to be on the stage, you know, the name like that. But uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. But um, so what's the process if someone wants to, uh, you know, can they book you out for a certain time slot or yes. is it a certain day? Or like, tell no. me about how it works for So for we've got a Square this. app. So that can be reached off of our Instagram or our Facebook page. Uh, it's kind of long, but it's coastal-concierge-service.square.site is our square site. Yeah. <laughs> it's just easier to find it on our Dude. social media accounts. Uh, and you can click on book now, and then you can book your appointment time slot. Uh, so whether it's, uh, and I think I've got it set up now that if you need us for multiple hours, you can book for multiple hours. Now, is that way. the time that you're going to deliver it to me? Yes. Yeah, so, got so, it. So, yes. Yeah, so let's say you're wanting groceries delivered and you book between two and three, then I'm going to deliver to you between two and three, which means I may start shopping for you about one thirty. Got it. So, you, so you've got to plan all that stuff out then. Yes, yeah, yeah, and then they'll send, send me over to grocery list, or they can, uh, if they want to use an app, then they can just screenshot that over to me. Uh, and then with our same thing with the Raleigh runs, you can just book your Raleigh run, and then 
Uh, I usually send everybody an email out prior to the Raleigh run on Friday, just reminding them, hey, I need need your list to me by 8 o'clock on Monday evening so I can get it printed out. And now when I'm booking you online, am I, I'm also paying you at that particular time no, as well? So we don't do payment until after the service has been provided. Got it. Uh, so then once I deliver your groceries, if you don't, if you want contactless delivery, I'll just shoot you a picture. Hey, your groceries are at the front door. Uh, and then once I get back in my truck, I'll go ahead and just send you the invoice, email you over the invoice. Oh, right, because you're, you're probably invoicing them both for the delivery fee, but for the groceries as well. And then for the groceries, I just do that via PayPal or via, via Venmo. Got it. So, so just whatever the receipt is, you just send them the, the same thing for yeah. that same receipt. So then. let's say your groceries were $150. I'll just send you a Venmo request or a PayPal request for $150. Got it. And then send you an invoice from the Square app to your email. Has anybody ever so, stiffed you yet? Uh, not on the grocery side. We have had a scam that hit us on courier service. Wow. Uh, hmm. That we got, we got, we were the lower end of what happened. Uh, we only lost out about $125. There were other businesses that were much higher uh, off of that. So but, it was your courier fee, not the product that you're yeah, delivering? Yeah, they, the, they paid the person I picked it up from for the product. Uh, but something was starting to sound fishy with this mm-hmm. uh, and everything. The guy was being really pushy, and I was like, I uh, don't really want to move forward with this. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and notified the Trent, with me being in Trent Woods, went ahead and notified the PD about it just so that it was on the radar. But it was ended up being a stolen credit card that the person mm. was using. So hmm. uh, I'm like... But that's just kind of like the one time that happened, I guess, though. Yeah, I mean, basically, it, ha- it was two charges. Uh, just got a notification back from the bank, from Square, saying, yeah, you didn't win this one. The customer is getting their money back. I will never use Square again as a merchant. So the, the only thing I use Square for, or that I used to use Square <clears> for, <throat> uh, you know, so I sell those picnic tables and stuff. And, and normally what I'd be doing is I'd... I'd send them a PayPal invoice, basically, for the amount, actually for a deposit, and then I would get cash from them later. Um, but to make it easier, because I'll sell them on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist, to make it easier, I just made a square link, because you can basically make like a product link that they can just click on, and they can just check, basically just check out the whole product right then and there yeah. without me first having to send them a separate invoice. So I was like, oh, this might make it easier. So I'll sell them picnic tables and porch swings that, that I was making. And then any kind of other custom kind of, you know, carpentry stuff. Long story short, this lady bought uh, a porch swing on a credit card. She checked out on her own. I didn't take her credit card. She put it in. She gets her statement, forgets what this charge was for. So she just immediately does a charge, you know, calls her credit card company and says that, you know, I never authorized this charge. So Squares, you know, got back to me saying, oh, you know, you know, we're, we're basically taking the funds back out of your account. It was like a 40-day process to get mm-hmm. this thing taken care of. Did it resolve um, in your favor? It resolved in my favor, yeah. It just, there, there's a lot more details that I won't get into live. But, uh, yeah, it just, it, it was, but my point was, she put her card in. Like, like Square should have recognized, like, that wasn't me swiping her card or something. Yeah. And I think like, something. they should recognize that she put the card in, so, like, you deal with that. You know, like, that's not... That's not my problem. And I think something I've learned off of this is if if you're here in town, we, we know a lot, of, a lot of our clients, but if it's somebody that calls us out of the blue, we may have to end up saying, hey, we need a, a picture of your ID and mm. a picture of the card 
so that if something does come back, right. then we've got got some evidence. Mm-hmm. You got some checks and balances there. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> all right. So, I'm not going to have people go to your website, but your, uh, so it's, what's your Instagram handle? <laughs> At Coastal Concierge NC. Okay. That's easy. And that's probably similar. I think on Facebook, I found you by Coastal Concierge Service. So. Yeah. I think our handle, Coastal Concierge Service NC on, uh, got it. On Facebook. Coastal Concierge NC on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Got it. Or just type in Coastal Concierge Service. I think it yeah. comes up. Yeah. That'll be easier than or, typing whatever your long cryptic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or if you put in for delivery service, if you go to Alexa or Siri and say courier delivery service, any of that. Oh, really? Found out that I had a call with somebody yesterday that does that. Oh. And anything that came up for Newburn Havelock. Moorhead and I think Beaufort we tried, either he tried or I tried, all came up for us was a thing that they'd call first. That's really interesting. So yeah. how does it work? I'm, I'm not familiar with that. So basically you say like, hey Google or hey, hey Alexa or, or, hey, or hey Siri, hey, uh, I need first delivery service in Newburgh, North Carolina. Or call delivery, ser- delivery service and it, it may... It, Ours was the one that happened to pop up and said, uh, would you like to call Coastal Concierge Service, Trent Woods, North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. that, that, yeah that, that's kind of a, uh, you know, voice-recognized uh, services are, uh, they, they, it's not even becoming a big thing. It, it kind of is a big thing mm-hmm. now. I get uh, Amazon call me often that, you know, they, they want to put me on, you know, that their Alexa thing there. And I, I don't, I'm not an in-demand service for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they, they probably have me listed in some database that's improperly, you know, categorized or yeah. whatever. But for that, for your service, that works perfect though, you know. But I love like even um the, the other day I was uh I forget whose number I was looking for, but let's just say I was looking for Cruise the Noose, you know. So I just do Siri and I'm just like you know, Siri call Cruise the Noose boat tours. Like if it's not on my phone but it sees the search result on maps, mm-hmm. it'll just say, Are you looking to call this? You just say yes and it calls it for you. Yeah. Rather than going on Google, because people use Google a lot for as a phone book now. Yeah, like they already know the name of the business. They're just kind of looking up the number, you know. So I go to Google Maps and say, "All right, I need to find such and such." That's right. Click call. That's right. That's right. But now you know. But but Siri and whatever the Google assistant is, you know, have gotten a lot better now. Where you can just kind of say the "Hey, call this thing," and then it does it. So now going into Alexa. You know, if your business is something that people might be doing a voice search for, mm-hmm. that's something to optimize for now. Because it's yeah. like, you know, like, hey, Alexa, I need someone to deliver uh, groceries to my house. Yeah. And and, and so and it's going to find, it's, it's going to try and find it. Yeah, and it finds off of Google, basically, mm-hmm. uh, that we've got the Google bit set up everything for the Google business app, put in what all we do, the area. I think I pretty much have set it up for... Any any town in Craven, Jones, uh, Pamlico, and Carteret County. Mm, that's pretty cool, man. It's like just like another kind of channel, uh, another kind of tool, you, you know, for you to get discovered by. Yeah. So, uh, all right, we do have to wrap it up. I actually have a um, a call with the uh, NC Rural Center uh, coming up. So, um, they're doing a uh, entrepreneur focus group on um, who is. Uh, the North Carolina Rural Center. I've never uh, heard of that organization. They're they're out of Raleigh, and it's a nonprofit. But they um, they're basically getting feedback from entrepreneurs around the different 
areas, and this one's about the rural areas, on um, just kind of challenges of starting a business as an entrepreneur or challenges of kind of running a business in North Carolina or like what the opportunities and challenges are and stuff. So I thought it was kind of neat. So they contacted me yeah. uh, to be part of that. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I mean, there weren't a ton of challenges, but I had some challenges, you know, I mean, the, probably the most difficult thing was like figuring out like which form do I like, I don't know if you probably went to the same thing, like which form to fill out for registering your business. Yeah. And I mean, you might've gotten help. I got, I ended up getting help cause I couldn't figure well, it out. Luckily, uh, I, I did. I was, I had an attorney friend that uh, <clears throat> looked over at everything real quick, had made made a quick change, and then he's yeah. like, "You're all, you're all set." Do you, do you, so you do you have a business attorney that you like to use? Not yes and no. I mean, uh, I had Clayton Cheek just glance over it real quick. Yeah, uh, he's actually a neighbor of ours, and that was one of our That's first nice, yeah. fir- first clients we had was was them. So he yeah. just glanced over it. Yeah, and. and Everything was pretty much found the LLC was pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just want somebody that has done that before sure. to just look at it again and make That's sure. Right. Luckily, we have not gotten litigation or anything like that to need an attorney for a lot of yeah. things, but the time's going to probably come at some point to be able mm-hmm. to need to write up something for us. Yeah. Well, I, I ended up uh, picking up LegalZoom, no, uh, Legal Shield. Excuse me. It's called Legal Shield. They Legal Zoom is similar, but it's a little mm-hmm. different. But I picked up Legal Shield a little more than a year ago because um, someone had sent me a contract to sign, uh, like it was a non-disclosure, and there was just some stuff that I just wasn't super comfortable with, or just maybe was confused. So it ends up being uh, the way it works for a home-based business mm-hmm. or you know a small business without employees. Yeah, you, you pay twenty-five bucks for your personal plan and then $10 to add on your home business plan. So it was 35 mm-hmm. bucks. So it's 35 bucks a month. Um, but you get, I think it's like eight document. I mean, you get practically unlimited help. It's not unlimited, but for the yeah. amount that I, I, I've used it in the last 15 months, I probably called them maybe four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they've actually, they've, they've definitely helped me out with some stuff that have, I can definitely say, has saved me a couple hundred bucks on a couple instances, yeah. so um, that I kind of didn't have to kind of have to deal with. So, um, but anyways, yeah, I guess my point is like whenever I get like those kind of things, I just send it to them and just kind of like yeah. does this look up to snuff, and they just send me a thing back, and or you get on a, on a call with an attorney. They yeah. um, they have a brick and mortar representative in each state, so this one's somewhere in Charlotte. Okay, um, so it's like a, it's a North Carolina attorney, you know. Yeah. And then when it needs to get local, they have like a someone in Newburn that worked with me locally here that they get contracted by. Okay. So it's pretty cool. I mean, I, 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 I mean, is it an end all? Is it as good as hiring a local? Probably not. But for the amount of legal help that I need, yeah. like if I was selling my business, I'd, I'd probably like hire an actual yeah. local person here. But for document re- reviews and stuff, it's perfect. Love Luckily. it. Knock on wood right now. We have not had to have document reviews, but probably at some point down the road. It's for Micah. No, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I, I, I built it. That's made of real wood. <laughs> Anyways, all right. That's a wrap. Thank you so much. That's uh, episode 45. Uh, we do not... We're, we're going to probably start doing this like every other week or like once a month. Um, so I don't have... I definitely won't have some coming next week, but... 
in a couple of weeks. Uh, the first week of October probably will. So, but that's it. Um, it's a wrap. If you want Appreciate to it, view the uh, replay again, themorningimpact.com, themorningimpact.com, and you can watch the. Um, you can watch the replay, or you can get a link to listen to it on iTunes or Spotify. So that's it. Or Google Pocket Cast, whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> Small little flex. <laughs>